0: Can God change your life in just 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Bernis and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. Join me for Jewish Voice and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel you can play a role in God's end time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. Well, Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice where we help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and why you should stand with Israel. I'm Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. thanks for joining us. Well, today we're gonna be looking at such an important topic the Jewish Jesus. Many Christians don't realize that Jesus was Jewish, that he had a Hebrew given name, Yeshua, which means salvation. And in fact, his Jewish identity remains even in heaven. And he will rule as the king of Israel, the king of the Jews. My co-host is Danya Greenberg. She's a longtime friend and the president of the Tree of Life Bible Society. It's so good to have you. Hi,
1: J.B. Thanks for co-hosting with me. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Great to have you. Hey, just a quick word. The Tree of Life Bible really is a result of God restoring Jewish people to faith in our day. Talk about that miracle.
1: Absolutely. Um, We were so blessed to come to faith in Messiah when we met you, my husband and I, and in wanting a Bible for our children, we realized that they weren't hearing Um, They were hearing Jesus um, in school, in Christian school, but they were learning about Yeshua in their Messianic synagogue, just like we did when we learned it from you. You were our rabbi. I learned so much from you. The first thing you ever taught us was about why is the Bible different from every other book? What makes it unique? So you brought us through the Messianic prophecies. You began to show my Jewish husband, who came to faith right in your office, you showed him how to, um, to rightly divide the word of God, to be able to go back into the Old Testament and find the proof of that Jesus was, in fact, not only the Messiah, but he's, he was a Jew.
0: Yeah, Donnie, that's because that was the Bible that the po- apostles and the disciples had.
1: Exactly. They didn't have,
0: there was no New Testament.
1: Exactly. And there
0: was no Christianity. Now, I know that some of you are ready to change the channel. Just hold still for a second. This is true. There was no Christianity when the first followers of Yeshua were brought into the kingdom of God,
1: Yeshua's arrival was a spectacular miracle. That people just act like, "Oh yeah, we knew it was him." They call him the Son of God. You can read about him, but you don't realize that you're reading it way after the fact. Right,
0: we're t- we take it for granted. We Hindsight's 2020. But imagine the people, the prophets, and the people of Israel that were looking forward to the Messiah.
1: That's right. They
0: had the tanakh they had the torah right the five books of moses exactly they had the writings and they had the the prophets
2: that's right that
0: the, the old testament that's that wasn't the old testament because there was nothing newer that's what they had and they were looking for the messiah based on the descriptions of the messiah that the prophets and the torah gave us
1: that's right and when we when in this book it was amazing to me that you broke down the stuff that you taught to us so many years ago that actually inspired us to create the Bible. This is like, for me, uh, a trip down memory lane, because you did such a good job, such a concise work, um, and you've studied so hard and have put that have put it so so clearly that it's easy to follow that the, the Jesus that we know and love is named Yeshua and was born of a virgin, and all those arguments, all those proof texts are right in here.
0: I, and I like to start at the New Testament, talking about the New Testament, Danya, because the New Testament, f- for me, growing up in a Jewish home, was a taboo book. It was the Christian Bible. That's right. It, it, we had our Bible. Right. The Torah, the prophets, the writings, the Tanakh, the Old Testament. We didn't call it the Old Testament. Right. We called it the Jewish scriptures. And then there was the New Testament, the book of the Christians, that had nothing to do with the Old, as I was taught. Right. And, in fact, had, well, it did have something to do with, with our Faith, and that was that it blamed us for killing Jesus. That's what I was taught, that the New Testament, the book of the Christians That's had so a tragic. different God, and, blame, and that, that book blamed us for killing that God. I Most know. people
1: don't get it, that that people in, in when you were a child were discriminated against as if you were responsible, the Jews were responsible yeah, it's for not killing that friend,
0: It's not that I didn't grow up in an environment where I was blamed by friends, but I was taught that this was a... That this was the other Bible. So I didn't, and I heard stories from the New Testament in high school because right. I went to a, a, a Bible study group. I actually, there was a girl I liked really? that was going <laughs> Okay, that's like. You know like, how that works. You know how that works. Uh, well, your husband. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah, it's I really love this girl. Reverse. Isn't there
1: some way we can get her to? Yeah, exactly. I understand. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so I went to the study and I heard about Jesus uh, and how he walked on water, healed the sick, raised the dead, and I thought, that's a really cool God and very personable. <laughs> our God is a distant God. He's un, unreachable. He's up there somewhere. He spoke to Moses. He spoke to Abraham before Thanks. in the beginning. He was the father of our people, but then God departed the scene and was this distant, holy, unreachable God. So wow. I was impressed by, by Jesus, but when anyone tried to share with me, I, my immediate response was, I'm Jewish, and Dania, sadly they apologized to me. And what they were doing was supporting my erroneous view that Jesus was not an option for me.
1: Supporting That's very your sad. erroneous view that Jesus was not an option. Right,
0: by apologizing right. as if that was a mistake. So they didn't it, know. Is, I, we didn't know.
1: So does that have anything to do with why they call it apologetics, like studying books on apologetics?
0: Yeah, well, apologetics shouldn't be an apology for our faith. It should be a defense for our faith. And here's a misconception that That's, I think... It's
1: really interesting to figure that one out because I we do need to study how to defend our faith. We really do.
0: We, we absolutely do. And, and a misconception that we, that Christians, and maybe some of you watching have this misconception that Christians don't know the Bible as well as Jewish people, that Jewish people somehow know the Bible better than we do. Now, I really encourage you to study your Bible. I don't think... <laughs> Most Christians are as biblically literate as they should be. We're to be workmen. Okay, I'm, I'm the
1: I'm the president of a Bible society. I'm gonna take a moment here, if you wouldn't mind, to remind you that there's no substitute for you getting in your Bible. There's no teaching out there that's as important as
0: you opening up your Bible and Absolutely. reading it for
1: yourself. Because God inhabits the space when you open the covers of that book. He
0: he does, it cleanses us. We become workmen that need not be ashamed by knowing the word of God, by being able to give a defense for the faith that's within us. That's all requirements. Those are requirements, biblical requirements for followers of the Messiah. Most Jewish people have never read the Bible and I had never read my own scriptures. Uh, What changed my life, Danya, was in college, four years later, went through the testimony of a friend that had a radical born again experience and was delivered from drugs and attending a Bible study with her, I came away with this desire to read the Bible and not just the Bible, the New Testament in, per- in particular. Right, because it, it was could,
1: forbidden, right? It was forbidden, for, book.
0: forbidden fruit and I didn't even know where to, bi- to get a Bible. That's how ignorant I was. I didn't know wow. you could go to a store and get one. I drove a hundred miles to, to, to find a Bible wow that's that's a whole different story that i'll tell you sometime but i read the new testament for the first time both the book of matthew and it was totally unexpected it was shocking because on the first page of matthew it said jesus the son of abraham the son of david that was overwhelming for me that that abraham and moses these are good jewish boys right and they're over on the other side of the divider
1: yeah, and if I if you don't mind, I'm going to just mention that the really one of the really wonderful things that Jews did in restoring the Bible in creating the TLV is we use the word fathered instead of begot.
0: Yeah, there's a big that's good. difference
1: in Judaism. In that's Judaism, good. you don't beget children; you father them.
0: But they're fathers. So they're awesome. fathers of the faith that's that right. is a Christian faith. That to me exactly. was, was so unexpected. And then I discovered, of course, that Jesus was jewish that he had a hebrew name yeshua which means salvation that all the disciples were jewish hey we got to take a break there's so much more ahead. amazing revelations about yeshua the jewish messiah not just the savior of the world but the messiah of israel i want to help you dive deep on this i have some materials i want to get into your hands that will really help you to know who jesus really is his name is yeshua Watch this.
2: Let Rabbi Jonathan Burnus take you on a journey of revelation through the Old and New Testament prophecies about Jesus. With his book and new companion study guide, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth, as a Jewish follower of Jesus, Rabbi Bernas has filled this book with unique insight into often overlooked biblical passages about the Messiah. And throughout this study guide, Rabbi Bernus draws you into a deeper understanding of how these biblical passages contain blessings for you. We'll sow these in to your life for a one-time gift of forty dollars or more, and we'll add this thought-provoking DVD, *The Ten Biggest Lies About Jesus and His Jewishness*. Rabbi Jonathan Burnus goes straight to the scriptures to separate fact from fiction on this remarkable DVD. Or you can become a new monthly partner for thirty dollars a month or more, and we'll add a special gift, the stunning Isaiah fifty-three wall art. The Hebrew text captures the passage of scripture that prophesies the Messiah as our suffering Savior. When you be become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please call now and specify offer 4153 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2020 when giving a one time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support or send it to us at Jewish Voice Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona 85001.
0: Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are looking at the remarkable life of Jesus with fresh eyes. Jesus is Yeshua, which means salvation. He is the Messiah of Israel, and he came first to his own people. And that's important for every one of you watching, that Jesus is Yeshua. He is God's salvation.
1: Amen. Danya. Amen. So I wanted to What a to ask topic, you, huh? Okay, I love this topic. I could talk about it all day. Um, but answer this for me. So you you were able to get your hands on a New Testament and you began to study. And as you studied, you began to know him instead of just knowing about God. Can you tell me what that was like?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, and that was the big change for me because I learned about God from the time that I was this high. I learned through the Shema, hear O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, that he was the one and only God.
1: And just for the record, that, that prayer is said at every single Jewish event that I've ever been to you, say the Shema. It you is say the conf- that one prayer, it Deuteronomy is the, 6, It is 4. the
0: unifying confession of the Jewish people. Right.
1: But it's it's like the Lord's to be, Prayer to Christians. But it's supposed
0: to be about, a f- about faith in the one true living God. Wow. A lot of Jews today are atheists or agnostics but they still are considered good Jews.
1: Would you tell me what agnostic means again? Yeah,
0: agnostic is one who just doesn't know and doesn't have any great desire to find out. So I don't know if God is... It It doesn't matter. It's an indifferent. It's strange that you can be an an atheist or an agnostic and a good Jew today, considered a good Jew, but if you believe in Jesus, you're not. And that's the result of a 2,000-year history against the Jewish people in the name of Christ and Christianity. We have a 2,000-year rocky history that divides church and synagogue, when in the scriptures I found something completely different. I found Jewish people who had discovered Jesus, Yeshua, as the Messiah of Israel, right. the Messiah spoken about in their own prophets, right. and never converted to another religion. They didn't become Christians. They became followers of the one promised in our own scriptures. Right. If you will, Messianic Jews. And that's how we right. refer to ourselves as Jewish believers in Yeshua or Messianic right. Jews, Jews who follow the Messiah. Followers
1: of Messiah. Yes. Yeah. Which is a really great term.
0: It's about relationship, Danya. In the it end, is. it's not about religion, it's about relationship. And I met in the pages of the New Testament a Yeshua that wanted to have this relationship with me. And I saw people Whose lives were transformed through this relationship, and slowly my life was we transformed. And God wants to transform your life. He wants to transform your children's lives. He wants to transform mm. your grandchildren's lives because this is about a God who created you, created the universe, and wants to have a relationship with you. Not a religion, but a relationship. That's why Jewish Voice exists, you That's why the Tree of Life Bible Society exists. That's but right. A relationship with God That's right. through His Word.
1: Right. And the journey to get to know Him as you unroll that scroll. Jewish people unroll the scroll every year. Every year they take that journey of Israel, right? And they go back to Genesis every Rosh Hashanah. And it's fascinating to me that when um, you begin to understand who Messiah is and you begin to research the Old Testament, there really is a coming together of the two worlds into one and a feeling of, of, of completion, of wholeness, yeah. of nearness to God.
0: It's amazing. You know,
1: and that invisible God that has no name, whose name is too holy to yeah. be spoken, you know, becomes Yeshua.
0: I, th- I think one of the things that, that I want people to understand that are watching is yeah. that hmm. Jewish people need the Messiah. Yes They need Yeshua. He's yes. the way, He's the truth, he's the life. That's right. And there's not a separate plan for Jewish people to come into the kingdom of God. Amen. As a matter of fact, the gospel, we're told, this is from Romans 1:16 is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who yeah. believes, but it's to the Jew first and then to the nation. So That's right. this is absolutely critical, and the idea of Messiah, a personal Messiah, Has sort of disappeared from most of Judaism today. There's been an abandonment of an expectation in a literal Messiah outside of the ultra Orthodox, Hmm. which is only about 20%. When when I went back and I read the Torah, the Old Testament, I kept finding prophecies that revealed Jesus, Yeshua, that I had just met in the New. So I had the the hindsight of the new then went back to my own scriptures that I had never read before. Right. And I discovered clear, clear prophecies of when the Messiah would be born, before yes. the destruction of the temple. So he had to be born pre-70 AD, that the Messiah would suffer, would die, would be rejected by his own people, right. would be buried in the tomb of a rich man, all from Isaiah 53, right. would, that uh, there would be a new covenant where God would write, his laws on our heart, and Mm -hmm. we would know him, Jeremiah 31. These are just a few of the prophecies that I found in my own journey through my own scriptures 38 years ago, and that's why I wrote Jesus of Nazareth. That's right.
1: And as you taught us those prophecies, and they began to be real in my life, the more out of order things seemed in in, when I started studying the Bible, when you realize that the last prophet spoken of in the Jewish order of the books is the prophet that was given the revelation about the new covenant, it blows my mind. Yeah, that's right awesome. at the end of that's Second awesome. Chronicles, it speaks of Jeremiah. So for me,
0: it's all one book now. It, it is. starts at Genesis, it goes through Revelation. It is. I don't see a God of judgment in the old and a God of grace in the new. I see a God of grace when He that's when right. when He uh, gave us the Passover and said, "Kill a lamb." and put the blood on the doorposts of your homes. Go in, and the angel of death will pass over you. That's the gospel in the book of Exodus. That's
1: right. And the gospel is in the book of Genesis, in the story of Joseph.
0: Beautiful story.
1: There is so many times when the gospel message has been has been unfolded and unravelled, and as you unroll that scroll and you walk that journey with the Jewish people, you learn a deeper and deeper relationship with Him.
0: Absolutely, because friendship develops as you know more about a person. Oh, that's such a good
2: way to say it. And
0: when you, Yeshua is my friend, and I want it. Yes. a, A true friend wants to know as much about that person as possible, and. His identity as a Jew is absolutely critical to who he is, who he, he was, and who he is.
1: And he loves his people. And he loves, yeah. he wants to bring them home. Gosh. And And he wants to welcome everybody home. And he we doesn't could go, want anybody to be left out.
0: None should, none should none perish. Should we could perish. go on and on. There's so much <laughs> more crazy. to talk about. Uh, Dania, great. it's great talking about this with you, talking about Yeshua, about Jesus. Hey, when I come back, some questions from you, our viewers, as we ask the rabbi. We'll be right back.
2: Let Rabbi Jonathan Burness take you on a journey of revelation through the Old and New Testament prophecies about Jesus with his book and new companion study guide, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth. As a Jewish follower of Jesus, Rabbi Bernus has filled this book with unique insight into often overlooked biblical passages about the Messiah. And throughout this study guide, Rabbi Bernus draws you into a deeper understanding of how these biblical passages contain blessings for you. We'll sow these into your life for a one-time gift of $40 or more. And we'll add this thought-provoking DVD, The Ten Biggest Lies About Jesus and His Jewishness. Rabbi Jonathan Burnus goes straight to the scriptures to separate fact from fiction on this remarkable DVD. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more. And we'll add a special gift, the stunning Isaiah 53 wall art. The Hebrew text captures the passage of scripture that prophesies the Messiah as our suffering Savior. When you become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. THE NEED IS URGENT, SO PLEASE CALL NOW AND SPECIFY OFFER 4153 TO RECEIVE ALL OF THESE GIFTS WITH YOUR NEW MONTHLY PARTNERSHIP OF $30 OR MORE. SPECIFY OFFER 2020 WHEN GIVING A ONE-TIME GIFT OF $40 OR MORE. YOU CAN ALSO GO TO OUR WEBSITE, JewishVoice.tv WITH YOUR GIFT OF SUPPORT OR SEND IT TO US AT JEWISH VOICE POST OFFICE BOX 6, PHOENIX, ARIZONA 85001.
0: IT'S TIME NOW. Or ask the rabbi. Welcome back. We've been looking at Jesus from the Old Testament to the New, the Jewish Jesus. He came as a Jew, He died as a Jew. He remains a Jew. and that matters for all of us. Now i love receiving questions from our viewers so this is our ask the rabbi segment let's get right to it our first question is why doesn't the covenant that god made with moses cover the salvation of all jewish people and of course this is referring to the mosaic covenant which is not the only covenant in the old testament by the way we have the adamic covenant we have the abrahamic covenant there's other covenants that come before the Mosaic Covenant but it's the Mosaic Covenant that provides the laws and the standards uh, both uh, ceremonially and civic laws and ceremonial laws for the Jewish people as they come into the land of Israel. Here's the thing that under the Mosaic Covenant which is more of a corporate covenant, the people of Israel together although there's some personal responsibility to keep the covenant. There's no individual plan of salvation found under the Mosaic law other than pointing to the Messiah who would come. They looked for the Messiah to bring them redemption and liberation. Unfortunately, when he did come, they were under Roman uh, rule and tyranny, and they expected him to be a physical deliverer, but Yeshua, of course, came to bring salvation. Throughout the Old Testament scriptures, Yeshua, Jesus, provides the only means of personal salvation. Read Isaiah 53, for example, and you'll see that this is not just a new covenant concept. This is a new covenant that's established by Yeshua, seen by the prophets of old. So the Mosaic covenant provided the standards for a corporate people under God, but it's the new covenant in Yeshua that brings personal salvation and the removal of all sin. He's the way, the truth, and the life, and there's no other name given under heaven by which we must be saved than the person of Yeshua. And that's true for the Jew first, and then for the Gentile according to Romans 1.16. Our next question is, are there scriptures in the Torah that point to Jesus as the Messiah? Well, absolutely and uh, I'm going to expand the Torah and talk about the Tanakh, the Torah and the writings that are in the Old Testament and the prophets, uh, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Isaiah, and so on, uh, Daniel, that very clearly reveal the identity of the Messiah, reveal uh, when he would be born, when he would die, uh, and the response of the people. Isaiah 53, again, is one of the best, talks about uh, bearing our sins, being led as a lamb to the slaughter. Uh, Psalm 22 is a picture of the crucifixion. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? All my bones are out of joint. Daniel chapter 9 uh, specifically deals with the Messiah being cut off. In other words, dying, but not for his own sin. Uh, bef- and then the temple being destroyed. There's so many prophecies, over 300 and we have many of, uh, of those online at our website. We have resources that will help you understand the New Testament found in the Old. Messianic prophecies written hundreds of years before Jesus is ever born that reveal that he is the Messiah of Israel and Savior of the world. Next question, does the New Testament say the Jewish people have been replaced by the church? I'm so glad this question keeps getting asked because the answer is no Never, Paul says in Romans 11:1, 1, has God forsaken His people or rejected His people? God forbid. Three times in Romans 11, God's not finished with the Jewish people. Read Romans 11, and it's pretty clear, I think. Boast not against the natural branches. Boast not against the Jewish people. If God replaced them, which He hasn't, then He's able to replace you. We believe in a faithful God because he demonstrates his faithfulness to the Jewish people by never casting them off so replacement theology is a lie and it undercuts our own faith in a God who is faithful final question does the Bible say that in the last days more Jews will come to Jesus the answer is yes in fact the greatest event to take place before Jesus returns is the jewish people accepting jesus as their messiah romans 11, 11 uh, verse 15 what will their acceptance be but life from the dead romans eleven twenty-five. 25 the blindness will come off of the eyes of the jewish people and so all israel shall be saved and then jesus will return and then read acts chapter 3 where peter is saying you men of israel repent so that times of refreshing can come from the presence of the Lord, and then he, his son can return. So, the restoration of the Jewish people to their Messiah is the greatest event to take place before Jesus himself returns. Hey, if you have questions, uh, write to us. Maybe your question uh, will be read in an upcoming Ask the Rabbi. If you have prayer needs, we're here for you. You can log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv. And just remember this God loves you. And so do we. I want to remind you to pray for the peace, for the shalom of Jerusalem. And that means God's plan to be completed for the land and people of Israel and says, may they who love thee prosper. So if you want to prosper this week, pray for Israel, pray for the Jewish people and share your faith with that Jewish person that God has put into your life. They're not there by accident. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, I'm Rabbi Jonathan Bernas saying shalom. And God bless you. Don't miss the Jewish Voice 2019 Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked, You'll learn from Jonathan Burness as he shares teachings at historic sites like the Old City of Jerusalem and other inspiring locations throughout Israel. You'll also enjoy your choice of four or five star accommodations, make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods and experience memorable adventures such as being baptized in the River Jordan or renewing your wedding vows aboard a boat on the Sea of Galilee. Here's a special message from Jonathan. I want to personally invite you to join me and my family in Israel. It will change your life, and you will never read the Bible the same again. For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. Again, 800-299-9374
2: or jewishvoice.tv slash Israel.